It is time. Now it's time for the Tuesday Tater. Fuck yeah. Good morning. It's a Tuesday and it's on the man time. I'm having a great morning. I'm enjoying a hot, lovely, fresh, uh, smelly cup of Roman. Oh, God. I'll put some hair on your balls. Maybe you don't want hair on your balls. I know there. it's a bitch to try to trim the hair on your balls. I know for me. <laughs> We're getting right into it off the start here. Uh, a couple times, you know, you use those clippers if you're ever manscaping down there. And, uh, yeah, the clippers... <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't do it much anymore because, yeah, you get... You ever have your... Okay, this is talking to the dudes out there. You, you ever get your weenie stuck in your zippy? And you, if you remember something about Mary, there was that scene where... Um, what's his name? Ben Aff... No, what the fuck's his name? Oh my god, Ben Stiller. His uh, his balls were stuck. They show that graphic scene of, of the zipper entwined in his testicles. Now, I really haven't had that, but... I think all dudes have gotten their weenie, you know, a little uh, too close to the zip. It's, I remember in uh, grade seven, I was zipping up a parka and I zipped it up and I got caught uh, in my throat skin. <laughs> and I was like, what the hell? And it actually drew blood. It was stuck. It wedged that skin right in, in between the grid, the spokes. Not fun. Um, yeah, grade seven. Acadia. Yeah. Good school. Good school. Good butt wall. Anyway, so um, this week I did a few things with uh, my lady, my lady Gaga. Um, we went to see, we went to a few shows, actually. Um, well, I went to Jared Story. Uh, you probably have heard him on the show. I interviewed him leading up to his live comedy album recording. Um, it was wild. It was really successful. Very, very funny. He did pretty precisely an hour. I don't know if the album will be an hour. Can they fit an hour on an LP? <laughs> Assuming it's going to be an LP. Could be just streamed. Could be digital. Whatever. What am I getting at? I'm getting at it was good, people. It was really fucking good. Jared, he... And it's so funny because uh, the... it's. Jared Story shoots on Granville. He's from Granville, Manitoba, right? No, no, you stupid bitch. It's not Granville. It's Grandview. View. Fuck. God damn it! A variation of, of the joke that I play at the beginning of his episode, where his joke, uh, where you know, where he says he's from from Granville. He's like, I'm from a little town called Around Dauphin, <laughs> and I don't even think he mentioned Granville at all. Doesn't want to make Granville comedy famous. So I hope it wasn't an issue that I basically tagged him on it. I don't think I, I don't think so. Uh, it was just so much fun. Jared really brought it home with his big glass of whiskey, <laughs> which he was surprised he didn't finish. I think we all were, Jared. So, yeah, congratulations. And then right after the show, I automatically um, crap my pants. <laughs> Not literally, but yeah, I went to my car. I have a Honda Civic 2015, and it's been a great little car. It's been getting me... Rarely have I had um, issues with it. You know, of course, the battery dies sometimes. I had to get new tires, but... Robins. 
Um, I lost one of the keys, so I was down to one key. And yeah, I don't know if you have a fob, just like where all of a sudden uh, the trunk starts popping. You, you don't you don't hit a button or anything, but you walk, you'll come into your car in the morning, and all of a sudden the trunk popped. And you're like, what the fuck? You must have maybe pocket popped it, pop it, lock it, belt it, smack it. Yeah, remember that? So anyway, so yeah, the, I've had trouble with the key. I've been had to be a habity, a habity. I've had to use the key manually, you know, like like you're living in the 70s and you actually have the t a, a key and you put it in the, the little slot by the handle, right? You put it in there and then you turn it and it magically opens the door. I know, it's crazy thought, crazy idea, but it works. But over the last week or two, it's getting a little sticky. And then after the show, I couldn't get the key to go all the way in. So I was like, ah! Rats! So I tried for a half hour. I'm looking like a thief while I'm just trying to break into my own car, you know? This is on Osborne Street South. Like, there's, there's still, there's, it's, a, it's a heavy area for traffic. Even at nine at night, buses are coming within an inch of me. Anyway, so um, I uh, relied on my son, my number one son, and he, uh, who has CAA, I don't even have CAA, that's how much of a dummy I am, and um, he was able to get CAA down to uh, open the door, <laughs> like, and so basically, you know, like, he came, this guy came down, he barely spoke English, and I think he was new on the job, I'm pretty sure he was new on the job. But still official, all CAA approved, right? But he came and he did that really cool thing where he put like a, um, this kind of like cloth patch. He, you know, managed to wiggle it in between the car door and the car, or the car door, yeah, and the frame of the door. And then he just uses like a pump, like you're getting your blood tested. Cozy! Uh, what's up, pup? What's going on? You wanna come check it out? Hope you have a good walk. Okay. You want to stay? Okay. Sorry. All right. Where was I? Yeah. And so he's pumping it up. And so that just brings the door out. It just slowly brings it out where he can stick a wire in it and unlock the door from the inside. But what happens? Whoop, whoop, whoop. Uh, car has an anti-theft device, right? So we're like, oh shit. How do you turn it off? You need the fob key. Well, the fob isn't working. Did I explain the fob isn't working? Just, yeah, like I took the battery out because of the trunk issue, right? Because the trunk would just keep popping. So I can't have my trunk open all the time. So I took the, key, the battery out, so this key does not have a battery. Plus I also broke the stem off the, <laughs> off the key, uh, just trying to wiggle it. Ugh, it was just a whole thing. And then anyway, so now the alarm's going on and on and on, it's like, you know, 11 o'clock at night. There are apartment building, buildings in the area. It's right by Park Alley, so then you had people smoking doobies outside, good for them. And so the alarm, and then the, the guy, the CAA guy's like, he doesn't know what to do. He's like, take the battery out? And I'm like, oh God, you gotta take the battery out? You can't turn this off? I thought maybe there's a manual thing. We're frantically looking, uh, Googling, how do you turn off the anti-theft device? And, uh, after, by the way, if you do, if you want to know, after about five minutes, it turns off, just automatically. And I'm like, phew, all right. And uh, yeah, so the car won't go. It 
it'll turn over, but it automatically turns off. So I like I get out of the car as soon as I open the the driver door. Whoop whoop! Another five minutes. You can't. <laughs> because if it's the anti theft device, it's you can't turn it off. No matter what you do, you can't turn it off. So another five minutes go by, and now I can't really leave the car because I shut the door again. Like what? Because I'm like now I'm trying. I didn't know all this at the time, right? So I'm like trying to hit buttons to turn off the anti theft device. The CEA guy goes, uh, "I gotta get going," and we're like, "What? No!" And I'm telling my son, "Don't let him go! Don't let him go!" <laughs> sure enough, he took off, and we're like, "Ah, damn it! Now what do we do? We still, we gotta. If I can't drive this thing, it's gotta be towed." I mean, it's on Osborne. It's gonna be towed in the morning anyway if I just leave it. I, I gotta tow it to a place I want it towed. So, holy farts. We had to call CAA again. <laughs> I didn't get home till like one in the morning. This was, it was crazy. Called CAA again. And uh, basically, yeah, he just, he just towed it to uh, the mechanic we go to, right? And. It's sitting there right now. It's I haven't had a. I'm carless. Uh, luckily, I have a beautiful, wonderful partner who's um, does have a vehicle and is able to get me where I want to go. But on the you know the upswing of it is I really don't want to go anywhere. So now I have a great excuse <laughs> to not do anything or see anyone or go anywhere. Um, yeah. So that 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 was really funny. And so so the right now here's where we stand. If you want to know, if you're interested. If you haven't turned off by now, here's what what's going to happen is my mechanic says, okay, we fixed the door, but uh, the alarm still goes off. And honestly, I don't think it's fixed because I have learned there's two ways to turn off the anti-theft device. One is the fob. Two is what I've been doing for the last few months, and that's when you stick the key in the door and you unlock it, it's uh, the sensory of the unlock will turn off the anti-theft device. And that's not what it's doing apparently. So is it fixed, mechanic? Um, do you expect me to pay this bill? Yeah, I, I probably will. I know I will. But now I'm like, I talked to uh, uh, Ford. Is it Ford? Yeah, I think it's Ford. The Civic, Honda, Honda. I talked to Honda and and uh, they were just like, you're fucked. <laughs> so basically I got a battery. I'm gonna see if, if that works. Uh, later today before the corporation blues but now uh, I want to tell you about one of the best comedy shows I ever went to at Yuck Yucks Winnipeg Harland Williams the Harland Highway host himself uh, was in town for uh, two nights <laughs> and it was awesome he was so good as good as I knew he was going to be I've never seen him before Harland Williams of course is a comedian He's he's got what Decades of experience under his belt. He started starting with Jim Carrey back in Toronto days, and he is a podcaster. I've been listening to his podcast for eight years now. He does it on YouTube where he interviews people. But before, oh, he was doing characters and just it was so super funny, doing parodies and sketches and songs. Um, but yeah, he was uh, he was just so so funny. Laughs, big laughs every like. 20, 30 seconds, he just say random things like, uh, can you look away? I don't like your eyes. <laughs> that was hilarious. Just like little things like that. And he has a, and then he looks to the crowd like, can you believe this guy? He does that look a lot. Wow, was he funny. And um, we went to the Late Show on Saturday. 
And if you know stand-up comedy and uh, stand-up comedy clubs, you want to come early because you want to have a good seat. You want to get a good seat. And there were there were four of us in our party. So, you know, that's kind of that's a tougher fish to fry because, you know, if it's one or two people, pretty easy to get a really nice seat. But four, I mean, even at Yuck Yucks, most of the tables and chairs are three. We had to sit a little far back, but that did not matter. I, I was a little concerned, but nope, did not matter. Uh, as we were waiting, the crowd from the early show was coming upstairs, and one was a buddy of mine, somebody I know who told a great story to me about how, like, he, had, he was eating French fries in the, I think the front row, it must have been the front row, and Harlan took a French fry off his plate and just put it on top of his bald head. <laughs> oh, Harlan, that's so Harlan. Lara Ray, a host and curator of Yuck Yucks, one of three. She had a great set. She was uh, pretty, she was, you know, very energetic. Uh, I haven't seen Lara so so energetic before. Yeah, really, really good. And the opener was uh, Ernesto blah, blah, blah. I can't remember his name. I gotta look it up, man. Because uh, I've seen him twice now, and I just, I even heard him on, um, what's his name's podcast? <laughs> Can I remember anybody? Any, any name at all? Like, what's, okay. Uh, okay, well, first we'll do the the name of the dude. Oh, my God, I googled yuck, yuck. That looks like that's going to do it. <laughs> oh, by the way, I also want to... Are you the kind to hate listen to this show because I fuck up so many times? I do. I hate listen to my own show. Like, I'll say something. I, I always plan to review the previous Tuesday Titter just to go, like, how I don't even... Com- complete random or I don't like right now this is an example of how dumb I am but what I'm getting at is just like I'll, I'll say I'll forget words and anyway um, yeah uh, so I apologize if you hate I don't mind if you hate listening to the show that's great you know I know it's not that exciting about <laughs> but still I'm like I appreciate each and every listener that comes to the podcast you get whatever you want out of it you know just like me Come on, I want to see, I want to find his name here. I've seen him twice. Oh, there's a lot of merch at the Yuck Yucks. Yuck, 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 yuck. Ooh, Chad Anderson's going to be there October 5th, October 7th. He's a friend of the show. He's very, very funny. Oh, this is not going to work. I don't want to pause it. I got to pause it. Yeah, okay, I got it. Okay, first of all, the podcast I was thinking about is Past, Present, Future with Matt Falk. Matt Falk is a very successful Winnipeg comedian in this, you know, this podcast is a few episodes in, and he talks to comedians, and we all love comedians, so let me just find this, this guy's name, Emmanuel Lomuro, uh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Emmanuel Lomuro, it's a good interview too, but um, yeah, he was very funny, he gets the crowd going, one of my favorite things he said, ah, I, hate, I hate, I shouldn't do that, right? Ah, I won't do it. It's about bikes. <laughs> it's about bikes in Winnipeg. I think you can almost write your own joke there. But I know but he did, and it's good. So that was fun. Good stuff. And uh, some good comedy coming up in the city in the near future. I mean, it's so cool having two comedy clubs. And then fucking then you got the basement, and all these open mics are popping up. There's one at Park Alley. There's one at Club Happenings. There's one at the Marion. There's one... Up my butt. I can't. <laughs> so many. Whoa. Come to the open mic up my butt. Uh, it's uh, Thursdays. 10 o'clock start. Late night. 
What else? After, you know, so many months of binging these shows I haven't seen that uh, my uh, beautiful partner suggested, those being Ozark, Breaking Bad, Better Call Saul, it is now time to flip the script and pick a classic show that I love that she hadn't seen or has not seen or maybe did see but totally forgets because we're talking from the 70s here. Faulty Towers, the best TV show of all time. There you go. Comedy, drama, whatever it is. If you don't know Faulty Towers, what's wrong with you? God. Mm. Robbins. It's a John Cleese from Monty Python plays a hotel uh, called Faulty Towers, uh, manager, owner, slash owner, and him and his wife run the place, but he's just like a rude fuck. <laughs> and, and his shenanigans. But the writing is amazing. The cast is exceptional. And uh, it ran two seasons of like six episodes each or something. So it's a quick binge. And they're all on YouTube, of course. So uh, we're doing that right now, and it's just hysterical. I know, you know, some of these episodes I can recite a long word for word so it's it's hard to <laughs> have to restrain myself to not drive uh, my partner crazy but uh, it's always good because comedies are great because you can tell if the person likes it just by judging their reaction you know if they're laughing generally they're loving it right we also as an example we watched uh, one of her favorite movies recently invasion of the body snatchers now there's this is the remake in the 70s, I believe, Invasion of the Body Snatchers. And uh, stars Donald Sutherland, who looks amazing. He looks like the same character from Animal House. You know, like, kind of like that Professor Blazer with the uh, elbow patches and whatnot. As a matter of fact, people on the internet are saying it's the same jacket, but Donald Sutherland said, no, it's not the same jacket, whatever. Big deal. But... Um, a very young Jeff Goldblum's in it. Other actors, you know. Uh, my partner loves the horror movies. Loves it. And she uh, loves them. And she wants me to love them. And uh, I've always been, you know, as, as everyone knows, I'm into the comedy jokes. Thank you, Joe. Mmm. Robbins. And it's, uh, it's weird because at the end of, this, of these movies, which you know, are, are scary. I'll, she'll ask me what I think, and I'm hesitant to tell her <laughs> how I feel about these movies. Cause I know, you know, she loves them. These are her youth films that have defined her as a person, and she loves them. And then we'll watch them together, and I like them. <laughs> I don't love them. I like them. Uh, and maybe it's just the genre. I don't know. I haven't really found... Uh, too many horror films that I love, but I want to love them, and I find good qualities about them, but uh, I'm, I can be pretty critical on, on a movie that's just dark, just looks dark, didn't have enough budget for light. <laughs> I know it's horror, and they want to keep you in the dark, but I want to see what's going on in the screen at the same time, so anyway, um, yeah, I liked it. It's a good movie. Um, that's about it, though. It's neat. I'm glad I saw it because, you know, it's one of those movies that are probably, it's probably like the, one of the movies that you have to see before you die. God forbid you get to heaven and you don't, you hadn't seen Invasion of the Body Snatchers remake. I just love watching movies to go on IMDb and look and read the trivia. 
like uh, the director of the original plays a cab driver in the remake or, or you know stuff like that that's pretty cool to me what do you think about this should I just outright just be like oh that movie was fucking amazing oh life changer or should I you know just give her the give her the straight the straight truth here and just say like you know this is how I feel like God forbid if I hated the movie how can I tell her that I hated the film she loves. I can't do that. That wouldn't be nice. So what I usually do, which I think, you know, is is me being the Libra that I am, is I'll go, here are three things that I loved about the movie. Here are three things I hated about the movie. And then I just kind of weigh those out. I got that from Odd Todd. Do you remember oddtodd7.com from like 20 years ago? New York City. He made uh, cartoons about being unemployed. <laughs> And they were pretty funny cartoons. And then the guy gets a job, he moves to LA, and now he's a screenwriter. Like, it's a huge success story, and I've always thought uh, the man was super cool. Look that up if you can. Odd Todd, even had a book came out uh, with his, uh, with his uh, cartoons and stuff. So it's, it's a good, it's a good, I wish I got it, coffee. It's one of those things where it's like, oh, he has good merch. Speaking of merch, the Mental Money Shot podcast does not have any merch, but whatever. Subscribe anyway. SoundCloud's our home base. Listen on Apple Podcasts on Stitcher. Oh, Stitcher. <laughs> R.I.P. I'm getting ripped tonight. R.I.P. that Stitcher. What else? Amazon and, jeez, uh, I don't even know what it is. Social media is all of them. Uh, Patreon.com, Ronald George Moore. TikTok, Ronald George Moore. Bye.